is Gemara and Beitza Daf Yud Zayin. We'll learn if this month, the month of Tishrei, has been generously sponsored with Schutz for Shlema for Shlema Ben Ita. He should continue making progress and have a complete recovery, as well as the rest of our Chelim Ben Veveyom. Chaim and Samer from Simon Rizal Sarabas Genendel Shmuel Yosef Ben Hani Afreda Itabas Sion Bas Chayesar Yisol Ben Mendel as a pretz with Shavalei Shavu Bas Nami with Shavigur Shirchan Shmuel Ben Tila Dimul Chan Rizal Mul Chayav Bas Mina Bas Mina Idin Eino Bas Shin Mendel Sviim Vegur Vegur Gilan Sud and Silahuva Rivka Bas Bas Shemendel Dim Mechlaster Besoy Shachalei Israel as well as Chashev Chashal Chaim Davayer and Shemiriam Bas Rizal Gitol and here we go Yudayin Amad Aleph two lines from the top Post Yom Kippur hopefully lots of uh, cleansing. Hopefully, she give us more clarity in our learning. And as we pointed out, we're going to keep on trying to get these daf out nice and early, so that it's going to be Yom Kippur, then it's going to be Shabbos, then it's going to be Sukkot. So whoever would like to uh, stay ahead of the game will be able to. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan. We are two lines on the top. Yezayin Amaralf. Yontav Shachal Yos B'Shabbos. What happens when Yontav falls on Shabbos? This brings us all the way back to the beginning of Shas about two years ago. The Gemara in Brachas. Yontav that falls on Shabbos. We don't have it this Yontav, but it often happens. Be'Shamei Oimer Mizbal Shmaini Yav Eat Brachas. Oimer Shal Shabbos B'Fneiatz when Shabbos gets its own bracha. Shal Yontav B'Fneiatz when Yontav gets its own bracha. Be'Shal Oimer, which of course is what we do. Mizbal Sheva Maschal B'Shal Shabbos Misayim B'Shal Shabbos Va'Oimer Kedushas Hayoyim. And you throw in the middle Kedushas Ha'ayoyim. And Rabbi Oimer and Rabbi points out And the way that you conclude what's the end of the bracha The bracha itself is Shabbos and Yontav a combination of the two. Says the Gemara. So we said Shabbos Yisrael Vazmanim. Tani Ravina Ravina said Yisrael So the question is what comes first? Do we First, say we bless Hashem that He sanctified Shabbos and then sanctified Klal Yisrael. Or do we say no? Do we bless Hashem that He sanctified Klal Yisrael and then Shabbos? That is this debate between Rebbe and Ravina. Amar so Ravina said to the, to the one who just said over the previous opinion, again, they said, Tana, Tana, Kamed Ravina, not Ravina. They learned in front of Ravina. So Ravina said back to them, Adu Shabbos Yisrael, Mekad Shilei. What's going on? Does Kla Yisrael, Mekadi Shabbos? You said Mekadish Yisrael, Ve'a Shabbos. So it sounds like we first sanctify Kla Yisrael and they sanctify Shabbos. That's not true. But Shabbos, Mekad Shabbos, Shabbos is Mekadish always. As Rashi points out, let's see Rashi four lines into the narrow Lines. How do you put Klai Yisrael before Shabbos? Shabbos is sanctified automatically. Ela Ema says Ravina Mekadesh HaShabbos Yisrael Vazmanim, which of course is that which Rabbi said. And I'm Rav Yosef Alochi Kirabi Kitzeres Ravina that we say Mekadesh HaShabbos Yisrael Vazmanim because Shabbos comes first because it's Kedushas Kaimi. It's always there. Then comes Mekadesh Vazmanim as the Klai Yisrael make the Yom and Tovim. Of course, by being Mekadesh the New Moon says the Gemara Tanu Rabbanan about twelve lines on the top. The two dots Shabbos Shachal Yis Berish Chaydash Okay, this we're gonna have this year. Beautiful. Shabbos Cholamayid. Also Shabbos Rosh What do you say? Says the Gemara. We have seven brachas. Like every Shabbos. And during Avayda, we throw in Rosh Chodesh or Shabbos, excuse me, or one more time. Rosh Chodesh or Cholamayid. And if you forget, you have to go back. No, you say it in my dim. And what do you do by Mosef? 
We start the regular Shabbos Monastery by Musaf. Again, we're Musaf of Rosh or Musaf of Cholamahid. Shabbos. Umesayim Bishal Shabbos. And we finish with Shabbos. For Mekdush Sayyim Behem. So in the middle is when we say Rosh Chaydesh and Cholamahid, which of course is that which we do. Rosh Chaydesh and Leo, Rosh Chaydesh and Yechem and Braikha, Aimrim. Cholamahid, Shahosikil Shava. Anytime you have seven Brachos, Maschal Bishal Shabbos. Umesayim Bishal Shabbos. For Mekdush Sayyim Behem. So nice world to remember. You have the seven Brachos like every Shabbos. And in the middle is when you throw in the Yantif, etc. Amar Avuna says Avuna in halacha kaisay zog. We do not pass like that which we said. Who says that the middle bracha of is where we do it. We do not do that. Rather, what do we do? We do like the Tanakama, who says that by my shachas and mincha, what do we do? We say Yalviyavi. We say Yalviyavi, of course, during that Vaida, during which is, which is Ritzay, before Maid. And, and one more time, that on Musaf, we do not, on Musaf, we go with Rebbe, like we said before, that we do Shabbos, Yisrael, and Azman. This is how Rashi here speaks it out. We could take one moment to look at the Rashi, as this is the Psak Halacha. Says Rashi, Which, of course, every Rosh Chaydesh is very simple. We say Yalvi Yavai. Everyone knows that. We do the same thing of Chol We say a regular weekday Shavon Asrei. We just throw it in to... We just throw it in to Veshachos uh, Mincha. We throw it into Ritzei. Miu la vilchos hakavasei b'ahadik amar Musaf Maschal. We don't say that which they said by Musaf. El ba'alach kirebi like we said above. Dam Rav Chayis b'mikadosh Shabbos Yisov as manim or Rosh Chodesh b'Rosh Chodesh. And that of course is what we do. Amar Rav Chayi b'Rashi Amar Rav Aminiach Adam Eruv Tchumim Miyantav Chaviro. One is allowed to. One second. I'm sorry. Let's get this uh, daf normal. Here we go. Amar Rav Chayi b'Rashi Amar Rav. New discussion. Okay, so that was a bit of a segue into davening and how many brachas we have, where we see the brachas. First comes the Kiddush Shabbos, Yisrael, and Zvanim. Then comes, what do we do in Rosh Chodesh? What do we do in Cholamayin? Uh, things that everyone knows. And I, I just want to point to one thing. I said you say a weekday Shmanasrei. That was, I was referring to Rosh Chodesh of a weekday. Of course, our Gemara is talking about Rosh Chodesh or Cholamayin of Shabbos, as the Gemara said. And therefore, that's the reason why there's always seven brachas like a regular Shabbos. And you just throw in the Yalviyavai by Meir Shachros and Mincha. And by Musav, you have the special Musav for Cholamayin like Yantif. Says the Gemara. You're allowed to create an Erev Tchumin? From one yontif to the next, umasna, and you make it tonight. We'll explain what this means in a moment. And Amarav, Rav, similarly says, This is the quintessential application of the speak of the Yoyma. Whenever we have two days of yontif, we don't know which day is really yontif. I mean, nowadays, of course, we do know, as here in Eretz they keep one day, and Chosar to keep two days. But of course, whenever we have speak of the Yoyma, we essentially do not know which day is yontif. So it says Rav, it says Rav, Rav, if on the first day, you realize you didn't create your Yerif Tashilin, you realize you didn't create your Yerif Chatzirais, Yerif Tchumen, excuse me, then you're allowed to create it and you make it tonight on each day saying, if today is weekday, then I'm making it for tomorrow. Beautiful. And if today is Chol, then I don't, excuse me, and if today is Yantiv, then I'm not doing anything. And that is the tonight that you would make 
on each of the days. Again, lots of Rashi today, because Rashi really speaks out exactly what goes on. Let's see one more Rashi. Rashi says that on the first day of Yantif, the Cholosh Neyam and Daimim Chamishi in Erev Shabbos, you have Friday, Thursday, Friday, excuse me, and you make it tonight, and you say, Inf, today is weekday, and tomorrow is holy. Then I Ruvay Erev, then I'm making an Erev today, because today is weekday on Thursday. And if the opposite, then I don't need an Erev Tavshil at all, because today is weekday. Ubetchumen, Yoyim Arima, Yoyim Kadesh, Yoyim Edvari Klom, Ulamachay Yoyim Arkamaykin, Bishaltchumen, and now we have a monoshach on every single day, and therefore it's going to work. The invention of Rechei Barashi and of Rava. Says the Gemara, Man da Amar Eiruf Tashilin Rava. Excuse me, Man da Amar Eiruf Tchumen Rav Chei Barashi Amarav. Kolsh Kein Eiruf Tashilin. Certainly, he'll let you make an Eiruf Tashilin. But Man da Amar Eiruf Tashilin, I believe Tchumen Loi Mai Taima. They'll make Nishvisa B'Shamata Loi. To create Eiruf Tashilin, you don't have to make a Kenyan. So he allows you to make an Eiruf Tashilin, which is this rabbinic enactment to allow you to cook for tomorrow, to cook for Shabbos. But go and create a Kenyan for Eiruf Tchumen that Rava is not going to allow you to do. Whereas the other Eiruf Chei but actually will allow you to as well make the Erev Tafshilin. So now we go fundamental. We said in our Mishnah, and we've been discussing the last few days, that you need an Erev Tafshilin, you need to start your preparations for Shabbos before Yantif, so that on Yantif you can prepare for Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan. This is a bit of a classic mistake people make. You're not allowed to bake from one day of Yantif to the next day. Really, they said, You're allowed to fill up a whole pot of meat. Surely needs one piece of meat. Still, you could cook a whole box, the same action. And therefore, you're allowed to do that and have extra. Similarly, you can fill up a whole barrel of water. Only needs one jug. Avol says the brisa. La afos ain't a eifa. Elamash atzarechlay. You only got to bake that what you need. You're not to do extra action. Of course, you can't prepare from one day to the next. Just like you cannot prepare from Shabbos to weekday, so you cannot prepare from one day of Yontif to the next day of Yontif. The Rav Shimon ben Elazar Aimer Mali Yishek called Tanur Pas a different invention. You can fill up your whole oven with bread. Why? Neshapas yinefa yafet bismach atonur Mali. In the olden day ovens, the more bread in the oven, the more it cooked. Uh, nowadays, I think it's the exact opposite. <laughs> the more bread in your oven, sometimes the less it cooks. But back then, since the more bread in the oven, it cooked better, therefore you're allowed to put in more bread in your oven because it's making the one bread that you need cook better. That's the invention of Rav Shimon Ben Elazar. There are those who say that even nowadays, if you fill up a pot with more meat, the meat adds flavor and helps the other ones. If that's true, then great. If not, not. Because that's the Allah of Shimon Al-Azhar, that if it's aiding in the cooking process, you're allowed. Again, this is from one day of Yonta to the next, nothing to do with the Erev Tafshilin. You're not allowed to cook from one day of Yonta to the next. But we're having inventions over here. Somehow you would be allowed to throw an extra piece of meat in the pot, which we'll be allowed to use because it's making the whole cooking process easier. Says the Gemara Yibayalu. One second. What is the status of someone who forgets to make an Erev Tafshilin? A classic occurrence. Yesterday we pointed out you could rely upon the Rav one time, maybe once in a row, maybe once in your life, maybe just whenever it's not a Pshio as the Rav decides. But what happens if you're not relying on the Rav? What is the status? You didn't make Erev Tashin. Who Nasar? So you're not allowed to cook. Vikim Chay Nasar. Are your ingredients in your house also forbidden? Meaning, can your neighbor come into your house and say, ah, you don't have Erev Tashin? Oh, you know what? Let me go to your freezer. We'll take out a meat, put it in the oven for you. I'm going to cook for you. Is he allowed to do that? Aydelma, no. Aydelma, who Nasar? Uh, or, sorry, that's the second opinion. The first opinion is that it's flour, the ingredients are also. 
What's the difference if the ingredients are also? Do you have to be magnet, give it to someone else? If you're going to tell me, not only am I not allowed to cook, but my ingredients are forbidden. So if my neighbor wants to cook my ingredients, he's not allowed to because my items cannot be cooked because I don't have an air of Tashilid. So if he wants to cook for me, what has to happen? I have to be magnet to give him the item. Then he can cook. The ingredients are not then you do not have to give the ingredients to the other person. Ask the Gemara, my, what is the Allah? What is the status of someone who forgot to make Erev Tavshilin? He cannot cook. What is the status of his ingredients? Says the Gemara, He's not allowed to bake. He's not allowed to cook. Neither him nor other people for him. They cannot cook for him. What should he do? He needs to have food for Shabbos. And you should give, and they'll bake for him. A clear, explicit brisa that not only are you not allowed to cook, but your ingredients are as well not allowed to be cooked. So if someone else wants to cook for you, you have to give him away those items. says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom. Excuse me. If someone made a mistake and he baked, he doesn't have a year of Tashilin, it's usher for him to bake. Of course, it's an Issa Dirabanan, Midaraisa, you're allowed to because it's Yantif. The Rabbanan made a safeguard like we saw in the beginning of the parak, whether it's to safeguard the sanctity to ensure that you can have food for Shabbos. But either way, it's an Issa Dirabanan. Let's say you went and you are over that Dirabanan. What is the status of the food? My Tashima, Mishaloi, let's bring a raya. Mishaloi, Nechayev Tashi, then Gates of Oisa, what should do? Makna Kibchalachem, which give his flour to someone else, Achem Rifle and Vashlan Loi, and someone else should cook for him. Moving over to your dynamo base. Vemisa, and if it's true that if you bake, you're allowed to eat that which you bake, listen, why doesn't the prices just say? Just say, if you made a mistake and you baked, you'll have the food to eat. You're looking for a case that someone who messed up and has no ear of shilin could somehow have food in Yantav. I'll tell you a simple case. He was Ivor the Darabonin and he cooked Baeser, cooked forbiddenly. Says the Gemara, what? Everyone I'm sure is listening says, that sounds ridiculous. We don't give advice of something that's Isser. The price is looking for ways to allow you to have food for Shabbos, not to tell you if you did an Isser, what you would do. So we do not have a proof from this Brisa, whether if you actually went and did the Dirabon and you over the Isser, you transgressed, whether the food is allowed or not. So says the Gemara, let's try again. If you have and if that's in you could bake you cook you could do at the money you could hide your food. Vimrat alachal as a ruvai just be other. You want to eat the ear that she didn't give out. Oh, actually, off of let's see, wait, you're here before you finish baking. Actually, hit before you did at the money. You're not allowed to cook anymore. No ear that she didn't know that I cook anymore. Neither you nor other people. Someone else can't cook for you. If you're allowed to cook for Yontif itself, if this leftovers, it's okay, you can use it for Shabbos. And it concludes the price. You can't be cunning, meaning you can't go and say, yeah, I'm cooking for Yantif. No, you're not, and you're really cooking for Shabbos. That's for a bit of Usser. And if you went and you did that, then the food is usser. So what do we see? We see that someone that went and cooked the isser. He did harem. He did harama. He went cunningly. He said, I'm cooking for Yantif. But it was a game. He was really cooking for Shabbos. What's the status? The food is forbidden. So says the Gemara, we have a beautiful raya that if you went and you cooked the isser, then the food is forbidden. Amar Ravashi, no. 
Raya, Haramu Kamrit. You're bringing me a Raya, a proof from a case of Haramu, and so on went. And was sneaky. Shani Arama, Dachmi Rabbanit, Femi Mezid. The Rabbanit don't like people that are sneaky, slimy people. So they're, they're more stringent than even someone who did it. But Mezid, so you cannot bring a proof from that case. Rav Nachbar Yitzhak Amar Hamani says Rav Nachbar Yitzhak this price that says if you did Arama that is forbidden says Rav Nachbar Yitzhak that is Chanani that's the opinion of Chanania Ba'aliba De Beishamay but he's going with Beishamay which we don't bask in like the Tanis we learned in the price of Chanani Oimri Beishamay Oimri Ein Oifin Ela Im Kein Erev Bepas Vein Mevashan Al Kein Erev Betashal Vein Taimdan Al Kein Achamen Betamunin You're only allowed to cook, bake or do Atmana of course Atmana means wrap something with a heat Source is only if says Beishamai you did that prior to Yantif Meriv Tashila in Meriv Yantif. No, you don't have to have a cooked dish and a hidden dish and a baked dish. Says Beisilal, one item suffices for everything that you have. So says the Gemara, that previous Raisa, Bishamai, the way that Hanani says, he's the one that's going to be Machmir. So it could be that the Raisa that says that if you did a Arama, the food is Aser, that's only going with Bishamai. But Bishilel, who was a Mekel, maybe he would be Mekel there also, so we do not have a proof. What is the status of someone who went and cooked Be'isr, cooked forbiddenly on Yantif, whether you could eat that food on Shabbos. Tanan, we're going to try another Raya. Hamaser be raised by Shabbos be shagiv. You took a meiser from your fruit. You're not allowed to take meiser from your fruit, but you did it on Shabbos by accident. Yoichel, you're allowed to eat it, but meiser lo yoichel. If you did it on purpose, you can't eat it. So what do we see? That if you do something be meiser, you can't eat it. Answers Gemara like Shvichel this lay peirachrini. No, maybe only in that case we don't let you eat it because you have other fruits. But maybe in our case, when you have no other food to eat for Shabbos, we would let you eat it. So it's no proof. Tashma another proof. Hamatol kila be Shabbos be shagiv shamish ben. If you did tvilas kila and if you divulged. Which is forbidden, you're allowed to use them if you did it by accident. But again, so we have a proof that you did something it makes the item usher. Answers Gemara, this No, maybe the reason is because you have other vessels. You could borrow a vessel. So again, we don't have a proof yet. What is the status of someone who cooks forbiddenly on Yantiv whether we can eat that food on Shabbos? Tashma says the Gemara, we see clearly if someone cooks on Shabbos on purpose, you can't eat the food. So seemingly the same thing if a cook on Yantav, you can't eat it on Shabbos. Says the Gemara Surah the Shabbos shiny. Don't bring me a riot from Shabbos. Shabbos is more Hummer. And the Gemara concludes that we do not have a proof. We have a Shaila that's unresolved whether if you cook on Yantav for Shabbos, or of course you should not do, Be'isr, whether you can eat that food on Shabbos. The point that one dot before we go further, people I'm sure are wondering. The Gemara said that Basil said you do Tavshil Echad and do you want. But everyone knows that nowadays, we don't just do tav shalachar. We do a, a two, two items. We have a cooked dish and a baked dish. We have an egg and a challah. We have a matzah and a piece of fish. Why? The Gemara sounds like it's only one. This has to do with the machlikas. We shine him. The opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. And that is the reason why we are machmir to have both items. A, fi, a piece of fish, a piece of chicken or an egg, a cooked item. And as well, a baked item, a challah and matzah. And just to point out one more halacha. We saw earlier on the daft that if you eat the item, you're not allowed to cook anymore. So people are wondering, wait. 
wait, does that mean if I eat the challah too early, I can't cook anymore? The answer is no, for the same reason. Because we're machmer, we have two items. So if any, if one of the items, if the egg, piece of fish, or piece of meat is still intact, that's the item that you're cooking with. Because we're machmer for that opinion. So if you eat the challah or the matzah, all you can't do is bake. You still shouldn't do it until you finish your preparations, but all you can't do is bake. And of course, we know the mitig is to use it for the lecha mishnah on Shabbos, do another mitzvah with it. But if you eat the egg, fish, or piece of meat, then you have an issue that you cannot cook anymore. Let's finish up. The Daaf says, the Gemara Beishami, Oymim Shnei Tavshilin, Mas Nisan, our Mishnah, Zalaiki Aitan, about 20 lines on the bottom, two dots, first one line is Mas Nisan, it's not like the following Tanya. The Tanya, 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 you mashed and boiled egg and you put it inside the fish, I should say kaplutais, or if you take or you crush up leek, you put it in the fish, that is two tefshilin. So of course our Mishnah is not like this because our Mishnah said there is a machlaikis whether you need two tefshilin or not. We pass like Basil, all you need is one cooked dish, and that's what I just pointed out that even though it would seem like we're going with Basil, there is the opinion of Rabbi Nutan, which we could take one second and this is. Tysus over here, Amar quotes the opinion of Rabbi Nutam, who's that which we are machmer like in order to to um, uh, excuse me in order as you see over here and therefore Basil Rabbi Nutam holds that you have both items. That's what we're machmer like. That's why we keep both items. And concluding the Gemara says If you already started baking and then you eat the erev, then you let it finish. We'll pick up Amir Sashem from the